It happens all the time. So here's the thing. If you're going to put your home on the market, if you know you're listing your home for sale, just shut up about it. Don't tell anybody. Don't talk to anybody about anything, especially on social media. All right. Hello. Welcome to episode 97 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Ariel Cremendi. He is Adrian Trott. Hello, hello. How's my lighting today? I've got this little portable light up. Look, Looks okay. good. Today is September 21st, 2020. And episode 97 today is all about the sabotage. And we've got a... Beller's sabotage. Beller's sabotage. And we're going to dive into something that happened to us, something that happens all the time. And... More specifically, we'll get right into it, um, how sellers can potentially sabotage or affect the price outcome effect, effect. Uh, the price, the outcome, the overall success of their own listing. Yes, it's an exciting time. People get excited and they want to talk about it and they you know, want to tell their friends about it and they want to post on social media about it. Um, but they've got to hold back. You know, even we're not disclosing a lot of things. So we'll start with uh, one of the first times that I uh, recognized how easy it is for a seller to do this. Many years ago, we were selling a house and during one of the open houses, a uh, local real estate agent happened to come through. I was chatting with them and they said uh, something along the lines of, well, uh, I know what your seller wants. And they gave me an exact figure. And they said, because so-and-so told me and so-and-so was seller's friend. So seller told their friend what they wanted to get. Seller's friend was represented by another buyer, which the seller didn't know. Another agent, which the seller didn't know. Um, so all of a sudden now, because they had to go and tell their friends this stuff, they have shown their cards. Um, fortunately for them, they, uh, we did very well with the sale and ended up quite higher than what they had hoped to be at, but you know, it could have ended up very differently. The market was different. It happens all the time. So here's the thing. If you're going to put your home on the market, if you know you're listing your home for sale, just shut up about it. Don't tell anybody. Don't talk to anybody about anything, especially on social media. So, you know, it, it, it's so easy to slip up, right? Like you're excited and, and whatever. I'll give you um, an example. A lot of people like to take photos of themselves in front of the for sale sign or the sold sign of the home that they purchased or the for sale sign of their own home or the coming soon sign, you know, they stand in front, they take a photo and they post it on Facebook and don't even think about it because it's an exciting time. They're excited. You know, it's a, it's a life event. So they want to tell people about it, tell their friends, their family and whatever, but you never know who's watching. And it's happened to us several times where our client is in front of the home that they purchased. It's got the sold sign there. They take the photo. They're excited for their new home. They post it on Facebook. And in the comments section, 
yeah. a friend that wants to just chime in and says, oh, you're moving? Where are you moving to? And a, a simple question like that that gets answered by that person. Now, me as a realtor, I'm looking at it going, ah, they already bought a home, which means you have to sell your home. So and now you, you know the closing date. Potentially. 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 Especially if you can look up the, if you can decipher where the home that they purchased is and yeah. narrow it down. But now you're, you're putting your cards out on the table. Now you're telling your buyer audience, I have to sell my home. So if I'm not lucky enough that my home is extremely desirable and whether whether or not it is, but certainly if your home is not desirable enough to have 15 offers on it, um, but if you get an offer, if you don't get any offers, now all of a sudden people know, oh, didn't get any offers on offer night or you know, they're accepting offers anytime, maybe... Maybe we can go in with their preferred closing date and get it below market value. So, and that's irrespective of what the asking price is, right? So if, um, you know, you you lay your cards out on the table, you're taking some of your own negotiating cards away. Yeah. Well, you never know who's interested in buying your home. I can't remember who I was talking to recently, but the conversation was that the person bidding to buy the house, there was multiple offers the person bidding on one of the people bidding on it was a parent of um, one of the, of the children or sorry, one of the kids that went to school with the sellers kids, one of the, their parent was bidding on the house and that they had a, not a close relationship, but they were friends uh, casually. So they knew them. And, um, but the sellers didn't notice right away who it was, but these people had a little bit more intimate details about the sellers and what their intentions were and where they were going and stuff like that uh, because of their relationship with the kid. Yeah. And I think what a lot of people miss in the situation is anything that gets disclosed is not advantageous. Yeah. Right. Um, As an example, we sold a home not that long ago where this happened and we can dive more into the story because that seller actually posted the home for sale privately while we were preparing the home for sale for the MLS. Um, So that's a whole other discussion right there. But in the comments Of that post, one of this person's friends said, oh, time for a bigger kitchen, huh? Right. Alluding to the fact that the sellers themselves and the seller's friend recognize that the kitchen is small. Right. Well, there may be certain... Even if you're not considering the MLS effect you that will happen when the, the the issues that will happen when you're posting it on on Facebook as a private sale to quote unquote save the commissions which by the way we ended up selling the home for way more than they were asking for privately so covered our own costs 
um, which included all the staging and, you know, everything else that we do. But, you know, you, you potentially had eyes on that listing that are represented by a realtor. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, one of the offers that came in on that home did see the private, quote-unquote, private sale ad. Oh, uh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. Um, so you're looking through those comments, and you go, oh, they think the kitchen is too small. You know, you got to be really, really careful nowadays. So don't sabotage your own listing. Yeah. Well, and some people may view the kitchen in that particular home as being perfect or, right. you know, bigger than what they have now. So they don't perceive it as a negative, but as soon as somebody starts talking that way, then they might start thinking, Oh, you know, maybe it is a little bit small. Maybe we may grow out of this in two years. Maybe we do need something bigger. You know, our, our goal with everything we do is to try to take any negatives and flip it around and find a way to convey it as a positive feature in the home. Um, you know, people don't need to know why the sellers are moving. They don't need to know their motivation. Uh, they've enjoyed the home for many years and the next person will too. And that's our goal is to find that right person. It's I'll, I'll relate it to all of you couples out there. Imagine you're sitting at a dining, <laughs> dining table. Yeah. And you invite another couple to join you for dinner and it's the four of you you have dinner everything went well and you separate the two men go and you know maybe uh go for a pint or have a beer out in the backyard or whatever and and the women are inside maybe just chatting about life and having a coffee or a glass of wine or whatever that happens all the time right now, the one lady says to the other lady, did you ever notice your husband has really long nose hairs? <laughs> and then the one lady says, really? I never noticed. And all of a sudden now she, next all she thing, focuses on. all she focuses on is the guy's nose hairs. And then yeah. he's going to say it to him. Hey, you got to trim your nose hairs. Okay, now maybe not a great example, but these kind of things. I think it's things, a perfect example. These kind because of things uh, happen all the time. When you be when you fall in love with something, or in that case, someone, you overlook, even subconsciously, you overlook some of the deficiencies, right? And they they don't. Not only it's not that you're complacent with them; it's that sometimes you don't even see them because you're so. Right in love with the other features. So you see this perfect house. It doesn't even, you don't even fathom the fact that there's one feature about it that may not be well suited to your lifestyle because you're so in love with everything else. Well, and we've talked about that before. That's why most people have sofas, couches that are way too disproportionate to the actual room. Yes. Or why people paint certain paint colors or decorate a certain way to, you know, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And in this case, you have to show the beauty 
to potential buyers. You're not highlighting the deficiencies, the defects, or the things that are not nice about the house. You definitely want to showcase the great things about the house. And even if it's not great, make it feel like it's great. You know, um, yeah, maybe the kitchen is small, but it has a ton of storage space. These are new new cabinetry, self-closing, soft-closing, quartz countertops, top-of-the-line appliances, under-cabinet valence, crown moldings, uh, built-in lighting. Like you go through all these features, beautiful view of the huge backyard and bum, 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 bum. You list all those off and then somebody goes, oh yeah, well, that house, the other house didn't have it. So it is a bit small, but we don't have to spend any money here or you never know what they're thinking. So well, and so in this I, particular case, there was a price disclosed well in advance of the house going to market. You know, correct. we don't, we generally don't even um, advertise the price of the home a week before, days before, because the market can shift on a moment's notice. Correct. So, you know, all of the competing homes that were on the market perhaps sold that weekend. And now you're listing on Wednesday as the only home within a big radius that someone might be looking at. That will change the strategy and pricing for your home. So uh, you need to hold on to that information as much as you want. may want to uh, talk about it and tell people about it. Hold on to it. Uh, don't say anything. Leave it to your realtors to do their job. Well, the other thing that a lot of people in this situation, and it happens all the time, right? Like people are planning a move, whether they've purchased another home or not. And they say, well, let me, I'm a good salesperson. I do this for a living. And let me give it a kick at the can uh, to see if I can sell it without getting our realtor involved so I can save that money. And oftentimes the amount that goes through people's head is 5% because, you know, that's a, a pretty common uh, commission rate uh, that an agent might uh, charge. Uh, some will do it for less, some will do it for more. We certainly are a little bit cheaper than that, but it also depends on what's included, what's not included. But for most sellers, you know, they take 5% and they say, oh, I'm going to save 5%. So I'm going to post it on Kijiji and Facebook and I'm going to post it everywhere and see if I get any bites. Well, what a lot of people don't realize is, first of all, you're probably not going to save that full amount because most buyers are going to be wanting their own representation and have a contract or will want to be represented by a realtor and a brokerage to best protect them and ensure the right terms and conditions are are being um not only included in the agreement of purchase and sale, but that they're being followed through. Um, and to give insight on the neighborhood, the type of home, the layout, the size, the value, uh, projected value, past value, current value, all of those things. So right away, you're not saving that whole amount of commission. You're only saving half because you're going to probably have to pay half of it to a cooperating brokerage that's going to provide the buyer. I would say out of a hundred buyers that I would interview right now that are actually in the market, ready to purchase and qualified, probably 
90, at least 90 of them will already have some sort of representation with a brokerage. So your audience of unrepresented people that are actually going to be interested in and, and follow through with purchasing that home. Well, and then very slim, very slim chance. So now hang on, hang on. I'm let me, let me just finish with this because then this represented buyer is going to come in to your home with a, uh, with a representative, with a realtor. And they are now seeing the home unprepared and unfit for that showing because you to the eye to your eyes again beauty in the eye of the beholder you think the home looks great but it hasn't been professionally staged it doesn't have any marketing materials in the home it hasn't been properly presented to be on the market to that public audience is this the best way to showcase your home to get the most amount of money. And then lastly, the way to get the most amount of money for your home, aside from making it look as good as possible, is to market the home to the widest possible audience. So in that private showing, if you will, all of a sudden your market is only whoever saw your post on Facebook or your post on Kijiji as an individual versus a team like ourselves, as an example, that has a wide network of past clients, current clients, followers, realtors, and a huge marketing plan to get the home seen by thousands and thousands and thousands of people to generate tons of showings and well, multiple and offers most of the time. So so you, you, you defeat the whole fucking purpose. But the problem is you, even if you do connect with one of those unrepresented buyers who you think will buy the house and you'll save on the commission, that perceived savings, they want as well. Because they're like, well, of course. They're going to just say, oh, you saved 50,000 bucks. Good for you, Mr. Seller. No, it doesn't work right. that way. So they're, that's how they're going to negotiate. They're going to say, well, you're saving X amount by not having to pay a commission. So I want a portion of that perceived savings. So not only is it you know, perceived savings because they course. just take that number and back it off. Well, so who, who would that benefit then? Who would that benefit? Benefits the buyer because now the buyer is going to negotiate yeah. to get some of that quote unquote savings uh, to reduce the price of the home. And now that buyer isn't even competing against anybody else that would potentially drive the home up in value. And as a buyer, I viewed the home without it looking its best. So I also have ammunition because now I know its deficiencies and what's wrong with it. So I'm saying as a buyer, ah, that kitchen's a little bit small. It's going to be tough to to sell it to a wide audience because the kitchen's too small. Yeah. Well, and if you just are, I example. mean, the whole mindset changes. If you've got a house that's just come on the market, <clears throat> you show up to it with your real estate agent to view it. There's another agent lined up down the street to see it at the next appointment. It creates a sense of urgency. It creates excitement. It it builds, um, you know, it gets people more excited about the property. And it just creates this whole process where you're going to inevitably sell 
and be more successful in the sale. If you just have a random person come in on a Monday, you know, and you haven't prepared the home and there's nobody else looking at it, it's, you're not going to get the same results. You know, I don't know why I, I relate a lot of things back to relationships and dating and marriage and, and all that, maybe because they're two of the biggest things you, you do in your life. But imagine being single and you know how they have these speed dating sessions now where you, uh, where you show up at a restaurant and, you know, you meet people, you sit down with them for three minutes and, and then you decide whether or not you want to yeah. go on a date or whatever. I have right? never done it, you, but I'm you, aware you're familiar of it. with those. I mean, yes. I've never, I've never done it myself, but, uh, I've, I've had a bunch of friends that have, have done it and obviously not during COVID period, but, um, imagine showing up to one of them and yeah. there's only two people there, you and one other person versus you and 200 other people. Do you have one person to interview or 200 people to interview? Same, same thing, right? You're, you're selling yourself to all these people. If you don't have all these people, your choices are very limited. Same thing when selling your home. You got you to gotta open it up and, and get the biggest audience possible. So, so anyways, don't sabotage your home. If, you, if it's going to go on the market or you're thinking of selling, just shut up about it. Don't talk to your family about it. They don't need to know. They don't need to spread the word or any of that. Yes. Okay. If there's some coming soon photos or some marketing from your realtor, share that and do all that. If somebody comments on it, just don't even answer until, um, you know, it's sold firm and you talk to them privately on a, in a phone call or something. Well, but, there's a good point though. Uh, and this comes up often and maybe be helpful for people to know what the best practice is when your house is for sale. It's not uncommon that you may get people in your sphere of, of friends contacting you and saying, Hey, I saw your house for sale. Or can you tell me better? What are your plans? Or maybe while you know, as you're leaving a house to accommodate a showing, the real estate agent asks you questions or the real estate agent, uh, their, their buyer client asks you questions. How do you respond to it? And the answer is always the same is just relay that person, direct them to your real estate agent. So then you don't have to worry about saying the wrong thing or providing information that may give them a leg up in the negotiations. And it's just an easy, hey, thanks for your interest. I'm not able to answer your question. I'm represented by so-and-so. Here's your, their number. You can call them for any information. Just leave it at that and move on. It's not awkward. It's easy. And you don't have to worry about sabotaging your sale by saying the wrong thing. Well, and especially if you have a nice house, like how many times for those of you that have quote-unquote nice homes, you'll have a friend or a colleague or, you know, you throw a party and somebody you don't even know comes over and they follow you on Facebook, like you on Facebook or Instagram or any, any kind of social and they love your house, right? Like they say, wow, this is such a nice house. What a dream home or whatever. You never know who you're going to catch at the right time that might be looking for a house like yours. So, so it's perfectly acceptable and encouraged to, you know, spread the word out there in your own sphere of influence and, and, and post it socially. Um, just be really, really careful what you're saying. Cause everybody's listening. I make a point of telling all of our staff, all of our realtors, 
and I do it myself, I know you do as well, to kind of creep and do a deep dive online for the buyer's names or seller's names, whoever, whoever we're not representing, to, to see what's come up on Facebook, Instagram, you know, did they, were they one of the ones posting a photo of themselves in front of their home that sold? So as an example, if, if we just listed a property for sale and we get an offer from a buyer and we creep the buyer and it looks like the buyer just sold their home, we now know that they might pay a little bit more because they have to buy a home. Especially if, if we know what their closing date is and we're able to accommodate it without them knowing that there's, there's our strategy. Correct. In fact, that just happened on a recent transaction of mine. Now it was disclosed by the realtor, which is a, is a no, no, unless they told him to do so. Um, I would never do it personally, but he, he, he called me up and he says, uh, Hey, I need, uh, I can't remember what was the date, October something closing because uh, I sold my, my buyer's home and it's closing on that day and we have to close on that day. Can you make that work? And all that went into my head was, right. yes, we can for the right price. Right? At the end of the day. So everybody just needs to be careful. You could sabotage your own sale, your own purchase. Um, don't disclose things what you don't need to disclose. That's the moral of episode 97. If you've made it this far, make sure you subscribe, whether you're on YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, whatever. Like, subscribe, comment. Let us know some questions for our next podcast. That's episode 97 of KT Confidential. Well, hang on. I got the... Episode 98 planned. Yeah. Episode 98 for next week. Should we announce it? Should we tell everybody what we're going to talk about next week? Actually, you know what? We're going to save it and we're going to post it on Instagram. We're going to post a little teaser of some kind on Instagram. So follow us on Instagram. If you want to watch the video of this podcast or of the other 96 podcasts coming down the line ktconfidential.ca takes you right there you can watch them anytime or if you don't have the patience to sit through a whole podcast check out our instagram page because we post all the highlights and clips that's true all the real estate advice you need in one little spot quick little clips and if there's anything real estate related that you want us to talk about or if you have any questions topics uh, this was one of them today. This was a topic that came in from one of our viewers. So um, shoot us a DM, shoot us a comment, and uh, we'll be happy to chat about it in a future show. Thank you for listening to episode 97 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. As my lovely friend, friend Adrian said, please like, comment, and uh, leave a review too if you like it. Or if you don't. Good reviews are good. Bad reviews are good. It makes a good one seem more, more legit. All reviews are good.